Dinner will be at eight o'clock. I hope very much you two fat asses get poisoned on a pair of rotten oysters, to which Roachblave grinned broadly and in broken Spanish said, My same hope to you too, as promised. Dinner was a sumptuous offering of food from New Orleans, which they seldom saw. The fool little woman then measured the governor's quarters with satisfaction, glad that she had been invited. The residence they shared in the wilds of Kaskaskia was primitive. The delivery of the horse was made on July 3, 1778, just in time to see the successful invasion the next day of Kaskaskia by young George Rogers Clark, Governor Patrick Henry, to Colonel George Rogers Clark, Williamsburg, Virginia, December 12, 1778. Memo. The outlines above will give some faint idea of a fine horse, but there is something so striking and inexpressibly beautiful in a fine horse. This is impossible to describe, and the beautiful horse is always good. Headquarters, Office of George Rogers Clark, an angry Madame Roachblave made an unannounced visit. Colonel Clark, she began, I have been informed that there is something going on with my horse. Madam, Colonel Clark replied, in the first place, that horse is not your horse. He is mine by virtue of having been appropriated to me as a prize of war. In the second place, that horse has been carefully nurtured. Thirdly, I will be moving my horse to another place. The heat had come early the summer of 1936 in the slow, lazy southern town of Monk's Corner. Jonah squirmed nervously, frowning and grimacing at each movement of the clippers. Ouch, that pulled. You're killing me, Mama. You're supposed to cut it, not pull it out. Use the scissors. Sam and Micah giggled. His show of pain was for the entertainment of his two younger brothers. As he neared the mill where Burl worked, he could hear the shrill sounds of the saws. Whirr! He went to the steps leading up to the boilers where Burl worked and saw Burl standing at the top, grinning and motioning for him to come on up with his lunch. I figured you'd be getting here about now. I'm starting to get hungry. Jonah greeted the other mill workers. What the dickens happened to your head, boy? Lord Bucket laughed, pointing to Jonah's head. Looks like he run into Arizona's Clippers this morning. Sammy, Mecca, we're going fishing tomorrow down at Biggin Creek. Daddy's got a boat borrowed. You all start catching some crickets. There's zillions of them in the shed. I bet we see a thousand alligators, Mecca said. There's a boy in my class that got his big toe bit off, had it sticking out of the boat in the water. That skinny Depew is the biggest liar in Monk's Corner. That's the one, ain't it? He tell you that? I thought so. Darn crazy brother cut it off with a hatchet. Ain't no alligators swallowed that toe. Old stinking feet, the ground suddenly quaked as a roar pierced the cloudless sky. Jonah saw flames and smoke rise from the mill site. Look, Jonah's eyes flashed. It's the mill. Something's happened at the mill. Then it happened as suddenly as it had started hours earlier. Samuel bolted up in his cot, his chest heaving, yelling, Colonel, Colonel, I'm supposed to give you a message from the devil. The troops, many still repositioning themselves with the excitement of a confession in their faces. The whole camp got even more silent so that cricket chirping blustered through in the near distance. The flickering lantern light cast itself over Samuel like a demon jumping out at the officers 
who by then were anticipating that Samuel's baritone voice would give out as suddenly as it ignited. Samuel was alarmed by an unfamiliar voice calling from the road leading to his house. Corporal Samuel Anderson, come out. Samuel came out on the porch. He did not know the two strangers or what their business might be. I am Corporal Anderson. What can I do for you good fellows? Samuel asked in his friendliest tone. Anderson, we are here representing the United States government. You stand accused of having possession of government property, a horse you took wrongfully after your discharge at King's Mountain, South Carolina. Coming from humble beginnings and venturing into the unknown of a new town and the sadness of leaving behind those who loved him. Finally, Pascal nudged him. Boss, you about ready? We've got to get to Brentwood Downs before hip number 21 reaches the floor. That's Summer Shade's entry number. The Mercedes made its way down Ironworks Pike and rode towards Brentwood Downs, where it was met by a delegation of well-wishers which escorted them to the sales pavilion. Tell us what this is all about. I want to know what I'm getting myself into. Who is this young man? What's he doing here? No, gentlemen. It'll be up to Judge Pickney to do with the evidence what he wishes. 